you do. Amen, amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen. You know, uh, Jesus said some things. One thing he said over in uh, in uh, John chapter 7. Amen. In the seventh chapter of John, let me find this momentarily. It says in verse 37, John 7, 37. On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Amen. What did he say for those who thirst? They should come to him and drink. And what would happen? Out of their hearts or belly is some translations. The word can also mean like womb. It's just talking about the very center of your being. What would happen? Rivers of of, of living water would flow out. Well, that sounds like a refreshing. That sounds like a whole bunch of good things. Uh... It's definitely not dead water, and it's definitely not idle water. It's both moving and alive. And uh, and maybe you can make a comparison, a, a spiritual comparison to something in your life where you say, I need movement and I need life. <laughs> and, uh, and Jesus said, thirsty people should do this. They should come to him. Now, we know he, we don't have to try to interpret that or put our own um, interpretation on it because he explained in the very next verse... But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. So he's talking to these, who saying just momentarily, you know, when he's finished, you know, dying and stuff, coming back and all that. Then uh, on a little bit later, then uh, the Holy Spirit would be poured out. And he would be in them like a river or rivers of living water flowing out of them. Say, so what, what is that? What did that look like when it happened? Well, the first time it happened was on the day of Pentecost, and it says that. Uh, well, one of the things that it says is they were all the 120 that were in the room, so a lot less than this, but the hunt, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak with other tongues. Remember that. Speak with other tongues. Tongues just means languages. But they're languages, of course, that they didn't know. Languages that they didn't learn. Languages typically are not that are not known by anyone else around. In some cases, there can be a sign tongue that people would hear it and know it. But uh, most of the time, that's not the case. But they were filled with the Spirit. And this is what Jesus was talking about. He just didn't use the word tongue here or languages. He said, but it'll flow out of them like rivers. And, and it, what a wonderful thing. It's a powerful thing. If you've experienced that, uh, you know, man, that's that's worth a million bucks right there. Right? To be filled with the Spirit and be able to speak in a heavenly language. In, in fact, if you would, uh, if you if you have your Bible, look over, you're in John there, turn over to the right to the book of Acts. Uh, 
very first chapter. This is one of the things that people miss sometimes in our day because, you know, we love everybody, you know, but unfortunately, not all Christians are even taught these things. There are so many people, they believe in the Lord, they, they believe in Jesus dying for their sins, but they don't know anything about the power of God. They don't know anything about the infilling of the Spirit. They were told when you receive Jesus, you've received everything there is to get. That's certainly not true. That's certainly not true at all. There is another gift. These people already believed in the Lord. In fact, in, in, verse, in chapter 1 of verse, in verse 4, uh, it says, And being assembled together with them, so Jesus with his disciples who believe in him because he's standing in front of them after he was raised from the dead. Do, you be, do they believe that Jesus was raised from the dead? Yeah, like he's there. Even doubting Thomas believed at this point. Yeah, you remember the guy, like, i got to stick my hand, finger in his hands and thrust my fist in his side. He's saying, I believe. <laughs> uh, they're all there. They're believing ones. And, and he commanded them, meaning Jesus commanded them, not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So Jesus commanded them. He commanded them. Everybody listening to me? He commanded them. Like six words there. He commanded them. Don't you go anywhere. Don't you leave here. You stay in Jerusalem. Well, what about all that going to all the world business, Jesus? Because this is all the same conversation. You put all the different things together. Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. You'll cast out demons. You'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. Jesus said, go make disciples of all nations. This is all the same discussion. And he commanded them, sit down. Stay here. Because you need what's coming next. Before you do what I told you to do, you need this. And a whole lot of people, a whole lot of Christians don't even know there is a this. And if they heard about a this, they think it's just for crazy people. <laughs> they don't know they can be crazy too. I mean that jokingly, of course. Being powerful is not crazy. And you can be extremely normal and extremely powerful all at the same time. Right? The Lord wasn't turning them into weirdos. He was turning them into, into powerful people. In other words, they had, they had, they had this. And he went on to say, uh, verse 8, this is where I'm getting this. He said, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. He said, what I told you before about going into all the world, preaching the gospel, he said, this is how you're going to do it. First, you're going to wait. Don't be in such a hurry all the time. Wait, 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 wait. And then when you receive power, then you can go do this. Then you're able to go do this. You're able to live this life. You're able to do what I've called you to do. But you need to plug in to fill up. You need to receive the power of God. Amen. And uh, and so um, uh, 
this is then what he what he told them he commanded them to wait for it and he said you're going to receive power when the holy spirit has come upon you that's when i mentioned earlier when it actually happened just shortly after that uh, that was called the day of pentecost that's when they were all filled they got filled with the spirit and they spoke with tongues they spoke uh, with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance amen and so they did it and you can do it and so i wanted to give an opportunity here tonight uh for people to be filled with the spirit all right uh now every one of us i can get into that but we can be refilled and some are and some need to be and you know we can be continually filled with the spirit but there is an initial filling there's the first time right first time you get filled with the spirit that's what this is talking about the first time you get filled with the spirit it's awesome <laughs> and and that's when that at that moment that's when there's this accompanying language that god gives you uh by the spirit and you can you can speak out in other tongues amen and so uh before we there's a different service by the way if you're new here we you know you never know what's coming <laughs> especially on the in these wednesday night services uh but god's working i can tell he's working i, I knew before the service i said that's going to be a good one tonight I said, this, and god's continually working and doing things uh, but this is just one part and then i think i want to say something else and maybe you want to say something else um uh, but if you have not received, let me, let me just ask you this. How many would say, uh, I haven't received the, this gift, the baptism in the Holy Spirit, filled with the Spirit, spoke to speak in tongues, and I want to tonight uh, uh, lift your hands in the air uh, so I can see how many there are. Okay, one, two, three, four, five over there, six over there, seven over there. Good, 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 good. Uh, now I don't remember who I counted because you don't put them up in order. Okay, but uh, approximately somewhere between one and a hundred, <laughs> or maybe around five or ten, or somewhere in there. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, can we pray for you guys next? Amen. Let's let's do that. The rest of you, okay? No one's gonna like sit out of this one. And uh, here's what I want to do. Um, I want to have all those who want to receive the Holy Spirit. I'm gonna have you guys come and line up here, and then. Uh, and then we're going to pray over you guys. You're going to be filled with the Spirit and speak with tongues. And the rest of you just kind of participate the best you can. Amen. And don't 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 jump ship on us, on them, as they're having a, their their first infilling experience with with God tonight. Amen. Amen. So uh, if you're if you are tired of standing, sit. If you're not tired of standing, stand. And, uh, and, and, and pray with us as we pray for them. Amen? All right. So come on down. Uh, those who want to be filled with the Spirit, line up here in the front. The rest of you stand or sit. Whatever makes you the most happy. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Awesome, awesome. Amen. We'll just have you just line up here single file. Amen, amen. And, uh, and then I'm going to pray uh, in just a second. I'm going to pray over you. Uh, and then I'm going to have, uh, probably will not have the ushers behind you. I'll probably have some, either the ministers or, or Bible college graduates, uh, so, whoever is full. <laughs> full. I'll have some of you stand behind each one of them. And then when we pray, you'll lay hands on them from the back. All right? And so everybody, I need uh, either 
Bible college graduates or pastors or whoever uh, is in uh, your fold and you stand behind each one of them and if you would wait until the right moment to lay hands on them I don't want anyone getting filled early no I'm just kidding Uh, uh, but let let me just uh, let me step back here so I can see all of you more at once Um, uh, let me just kind of explain how this works Um, uh, this is not difficult because it's a gift Receiving the Holy Spirit is a gift from God. Therefore, no one's going to try hard. <laughs> All right? Because we're on the receiving side. I mean, if you were throwing the football, you have to put more effort in than just to catch it. All right? Uh, you're receiving a gift. So all we're going to do is ask. And then we're going to receive by faith. Okay? And so uh, what, what the Lord Jesus said, in fact, let me just read it to you real quick. And uh, uh, in Luke chapter 11, I'll just read it to you so you know that it's not just uh, my words, but his words. Um, Jesus said, so I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find, this is Luke 11, knock and it will be opened to you. Listen, for everyone who asks receives that's pretty clear and he who seeks finds and to him who knocks it will be open he said if a son asks for asks for for bread from any father among you will he give him a stone or if he asks for a fish will he give him a serpent instead of a fish or if he asks for an egg will he give him a scorpion if you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more will your father Uh, Will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? And so Jesus made it very clear, when you ask for the Holy Spirit, that's exactly what you get. And you know what? Everyone who asks, receives. So it works 100% of the time. That's pretty cool. And so there's no ifs, ands, or buts about this. And then then that verse I mentioned to you, I can just quote it. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 4, it says there that they all received the Holy Spirit they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance utterance means the words they're not words that come from here they're words that come from here out of of your spirit by the Holy Spirit so it's not something we really think about and say okay what am I going to (laughs) say your mind will go do 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 what in the world is going on right here, right now? What is that sound I hear coming out of my mouth? Now, I don't mean that the Holy Spirit makes you say anything or makes you speak, uh, but your mind is not really a part of the process other than the decision that you make to say, yes, I'm asking to receive the Holy Spirit. Okay? So, when they were filled, all they did was begin to speak in tongues. That's all you're going to do. We're going to pray in just a minute. I'll lead you in a prayer, like some of you did for... You know, when, when you got saved, you were led in a salvation prayer. This is, we're going to lead you in a Holy Spirit prayer. When we say amen, um, then you're going to uh, begin to speak in other tongues. It's pretty cool, just like they did in the book of Acts. One other thing we see is sometimes when people receive the Holy Spirit, they, they would have hands laid on them. That's why I ask people to come behind you. 
And as soon as we're done praying, as soon as we say amen, you'll feel their hands on your shoulder. And what's happening is that's just a release of the, the anointing and their faith with your faith. And the Spirit of God is going to fill you at that very moment. So that uh, nothing weird's going to happen here. You're just going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. He's not the spooky spirit. He's the Holy Spirit. All right? And so the anointing of God will come right and fill you right away. And so uh, I would encourage you to do as soon as we pray the prayer. Um, people around you, if you're already filled with the Spirit here in, in the service, you can begin to just go ahead and pray and worship God in your own prayer language, in other tongues. And those behind you will probably do the same. Don't really listen to them. Just let it flow out of you. Amen? So you'll, so, the, so we're going to pray. As soon as we're done, you're just going to say, Thank you, Lord. You're just going to let... The, the, the Spirit give you the words and you're not going to be in the way. You're going to cooperate with Him. Amen. Everybody ready? Let's pray. Let's do it. Why don't you pray this prayer out loud with me and, uh, and, and then we'll all uh, enjoy the blessing of the Holy Spirit together. Alright? Say it out loud with me. Say, say, Father God, I thank you for Jesus. He died for my sins. He is my Lord and my Savior. I am your very own child. I belong to you. You said that I should have the promise of the Father, the gift of the Holy Spirit, that I would be given power when the Holy Spirit came upon me. And so tonight I ask to be baptized, to be filled with the Spirit, and I will speak in other tongues as the Spirit gives me the words, I ask now to be filled with the Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Go ahead. There you go. Just yield, just yield. Good, 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 good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Don't fall. You can't speak in tongues and fall. Maybe you can. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. The Lord is good. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, I hate to interrupt. I'm going to interrupt you just for a moment.
and uh, from my from my vantage point it looked like everyone but a couple people were speaking in tongues amen if I if I'm if I'm reading as long as, as, long as someone wasn't saying hallelujah thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus because that's not the same <laughs> Uh, it looked like most of you received speaking and uh, you received uh, the Holy Spirit and spoke in tongues instantly like that. And good for you. Good job. And uh, and if there's a, if I'm right, that maybe a couple over here didn't. We're not done with you. Uh, and we, uh, we're going to help you receive everything uh, that you came for. Um, one of the things that Paul said, um, he said, I will speak with tongues. I'll speak. He said, I'll speak with my spirit. I'll speak with the understanding. He even said, I'll sing with the Spirit. I'll sing with the understanding. So you can, or you can, Hallelujah, Lord. You can sing, you can speak. But notice he said, I will do it. It's an act of your will. It's not something you have to seek and pray for every time. You receive once, and now you can and ought to speak in tongues often, whenever you want. I want to take just a, a, another minute because it's like a faucet. You can turn it on or you can turn it off. So you can't turn the Holy Spirit on and off. No, no, no. I'm not talking about turning Him on and off. He's always on. He has no days off. I'm talking about us. We open it up and when you do, there comes a refreshing. You can close it off. You can. It's not. It doesn't happen to you. Oops, I was in the checkout line. And I tried to say, I'll take one of those, and it came out in tongues. No, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. This is when you decide. You decide. Amen. And, uh, so let's let's do it again. We're going to open up the faucet one more time. Amen. A uh, couple of you come around the front and, and, and assist in whatever way, if, there, if there's anyone that didn't speak or didn't understand yet. Okay? So everybody ready to do this again? Amen. And come right on over here. Amen. Uh, who, who can who, who can uh, talk with her, Pastor Mickey? Okay, good. Everybody ready? All right, let's do it. Here we go. Sede baba chudo vobra vida sempre gisha breaki kido doro du buchu tamata nele me masa. Oh, we worship you, Lord. We worship you. Eprabasi fraba mana mana kana brachio. Oh, shabadana baba dia soro vobra kia bara bara nebra dias. Oh, we worship you, Lord. We worship you. In the spirit, we do. We worship you. Hallelujah. Yeah, good, good, good. Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. Keep going, keep going, let it flow. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Keep speaking in an unknown tongue out of your belly. Keep speaking like you did before, but let it flow more and more. Speak bold, speak loud, speak clear, speak articulate. Praise God. Thank you, Lord, for each and every one. Fill, fill, fill to overflowing. Fill to overflowing. We give you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor. 
where you do all things well. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. The Lord is good. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Everybody good? Hallelujah. Go ahead and be seated. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, one of the things... One of the things I like to tell people, this is good for every one of us, but one of the things I like to tell people who first receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit is you should look for an opportunity, ASAP, to lay hands on the sick. Someone said, I thought I was, this is about getting a prayer language. You thought wrong. <laughs> prayer language is... It, Speaking, of, it's just kind of like a shoe. When you receive the Holy Spirit, the tongue comes with, with it. But that doesn't mean the tongue is the shoe. He is a person. And Jesus said, in Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, You shall receive tongues when the Holy Spirit comes on you. No, he didn't say tongues. Tongues just a byproduct, just a heavenly gift, a spiritual language. He said you'd receive power. You know what that word power is? It's a it's a it's the same Greek word that is translated miracles over in 1 Corinthians 12. There's a gift called working of miracles. In the in the Greek it would be working of dunamis. And Jesus said you shall receive dunamis. In other words, you shall receive miracle power. So what you do is you say, <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I got the power of God in me. Let's see what this will do. What do you do if you get a new skateboard? I don't know. I haven't gotten a new skateboard in a while. <laughs> what do you do if you get a new car? Let's take this, take, let's take this thing out for a ride. Let's see what it will do. Amen. Hopefully find a back road somewhere far away from. <laughs> and open her up. <laughs> He's not listening. Um, and I encourage you with the power of God. Say, well, what will this do? You let compassion and love flow out of your heart. And you find you look for an opportunity for someone to tell you how bad their life is. You, you watch. You're paying attention for someone who's sick. Someone who's got a problem. And say, you know what? Uh, can I pray for you? I said, really? Why? Well, I received power the other day. I was at church and I got anointed. I got, I got filled with power. And I don't want to put some in you. You grab their hands, or you put your hands on on them somewhere in a you know appropriate and polite way, and and don't don't scare people. Just say, all right, I'm going to grab your hands, or I'm going to put my hands on you. When I do, God's power is going to go into you. Watch, watch, and watch the power of God go right in there and dissolve cancers. Watch the power of God go right in there and fix crooked backs. Amen. It's nice. Oh, God is good. 
Praise God. Did you have something? Yeah, well, come on then. something in my heart when you were talking about uh, restoration restoration and you know the de- and not here to magnify the devil not here to get our attention drawn to him but just like those of you tonight you came up and you got filled with the Holy Spirit for the first time ever that's a wonderful experience amen you're going to move up higher you're going to continue to grow in God move deeper in him Learn more about who you are in Christ. Just experience more and more of His fullness. What's in my heart, I want to share with you briefly. That's God's will in His heart for all of us. And yet there's an aspect where the devil's always trying to talk you out of what God has for you. Not just because you came out of the nightclub last night, or downtown, or been involved in something. Not even that. But no, pe- people that's even been to Bible school. People that's even walking in the will of God. Devil's always trying try to talk you out of what God has. Like Pastor Mark was reading earlier, that out of his belly... Out of our bellies, out of our innermost being, will flow rivers of living water. It's the will and plan of God and His purpose for that flow to continue to go. For you to continue to know, for you to continue to go, for you to continue to flow. I remember when I was a 12-year-old boy, I got saved, got born again got filled with the Holy Spirit when I was 15, went into a Bible study filled with tongue-talking, spirit-filled, healing-believing, and yet, you know, I, there was a majority of my friends that I hung out with, played sports with, and all this, they went over to this Baptist Bible study, and it was awesome. But you know what? Between that Bible study, excuse me, honey, and dating this little Baptist girl for five years in high school, that she was cute, but she wasn't you, right? Well, she was, praise the Lord. But I got the best right here, amen. You don't think God's going to use, I mean God, excuse me, Lord. You don't think the devil's going to use something that's undesirable, right, to try to get you out of his best for you very subtly. Not like just, oh, here's a you know, devil and you know, two horns, tail and a pitchfork. No, something that's appealing or something that seems right, that seems good, or just sort of almost or close enough. Make do. That seems right. Seems legitimate. I don't know what I missed during some of those days of high school. But I do know this, God was good. God was faithful. God brought me through. He restored His praise. He restored His will 
and kept his will steady in my life. Went to the Marine Corps. Had on my heart to go to Oral Roberts University, but my walk wasn't sanctified enough at that time to follow through with that. But I knew I didn't want to go to University of Mississippi, the Ole Miss, because all there was there, I know if I went there, it's going to be fraternity, and it's just going to be like, I'm not going to be getting any closer with God. I know that. I went to the Marine Corps. I don't know if that's the best choice, but uh, it was what was on my heart at the time. And uh, I went in there, walked with God, walked close with Him for a number of years. Then guess what? I turned 21. I always liked, I hated rock and roll when I grew up. I always liked the R&B. <laughs> I always, always liked the more soulful sound. So I turned 21. I had friends like, hey, you want to go out to the club? My spirit saying no. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So I went on about a nine-month prodigal journey. Went out, did all that stuff, you know. But guess what? God was faithful. He restored me. Cried like a baby coming back. Sent me to Rama Bible Training Center. Woo! Oh! Oh! Ha <laughs> ha! Oh, Lord! That may come not, that's not put on. That's coming from the inside of me. We're like, oh my God. I had no idea what God had for me. Had no idea what He had for me. All I knew, I just had a sincere desire to follow Him. I said, Lord, You restore my life. I'll follow You. I just want to see people born again. I just want to know You. I just want to serve you all in my life. I didn't have any supervision and plan. Oh, you want to preach and you want to do this? No, I just want to love you and just want to know you. And then I remember going to Bible school and going, and met Pastor Mark there with some other guys that got to know and walk in closer with God. And I remember it came time in second year for the preaching lab. I'd never preached. And then, you know, prepare, do your part, get up. Let what you prepared and, and, and give out. And guess what? God fell and like blew my mind. Like, whoa. And so it's like that was my first taste of like a different dimension to that degree. And uh, I'm saying all of that to say, you know, the Bible talks about in Hebrews, I believe it's in chapter 6, where those of us who've tasted of the heavenly things. Those who've tasted of the heavenly things. There's those of us tonight that have tasted of the heavenly things. And God wants you to stay on that path. And again, that was in Pastor Mark's heart earlier about just restoration. And so I'm here to tell you and just to reiterate and testify of God's goodness his mercy to keep you. I remember after I graduated Raymond, after I went to Bible school, two, two of the best years, not the two best years of my whole life. Just put God, just growing in God and getting to know Him and all the revelation coming in there, coming alive. But you know what? You can have that revelation in your heart. This, this is not a forecast of doom. This is not gloom. This is not fear. This is not doubt. This is, this is just some of the reality 
that you need to know and, know and be reminded of and know about the goodness of God. You can have all of that working in you. And you might get tempted, not at something obvious, but maybe at your deepest need. Your deepest need. Something that seems legitimate. Whatever that might be. It might be something to do with your self-concept, your value, your significance, your importance. It might be, be something that you want. Somebody you want. Something you want. Position, power, whatever it is. The devil will try to offer you that real suddenly. It may even be your, Pastor Mark alluded to earlier, it may even be your own idea. I know uh, I talked to Pastor Mark not long ago. I had a conversation with him just about, I came to him. I'm sort of, I'm not telling my own story, but I've been there, done that. And, uh, I know I I came to him not long ago. I was like, Lord, this ain't it. I mean, this is great. You couldn't beat it out of me with a baseball bat that I didn't belong here or that my family didn't belong here. But if you want to know the God's honest truth, I was so depressed at times when I'd come to church. Not not when I'd come to church, when I'd leave church. It wasn't because of nobody. Except Ralph. Where's Ralph? Ralph did. Hello, <laughs> yeah. everybody stretch your hands up. <laughs> no, gotta have somebody to blame. No, I'm joking. No, but there was something on the inside that wasn't satisfied. Something I knew God had something else. More. And so I went and talked with him. I said, Phew. Tired of trying it my way, trying to try to figure something out. We go get some wise counsel. No psychologist. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. You want me to say that again? <laughs> Secular priesthood. <laughs> oh, the Holy Ghost. Long story short. No, yeah. That time, not too long ago in my life, yeah. Just sort of leaving depressed, like. Might be having a smile on my face. May have just been standing up there. May have just God's Spirit come down, anointed, lead in worship or something. Maybe smiling when I'm with my wife and daughters. But on the inside, it's like, because it's like something has almost died. There wasn't that, there wasn't, not just a flow, but there was something to where, where God's will and His best. I was not experiencing it. And so I talked to him. And so anyway, I'm saying that to you tonight. I'm 54 years old. I've known Jesus since I was 12 years old. You do the math. I was filled with the Holy Spirit when I was 15. Went to Rama Bible Training Center when I was 22. Was out helping in churches, doing different assistance, supportive work, doing some music, some preaching, teaching, helping youth, helping adults, helping going to nursing homes, all these different things. That's great. But yet, God's a restorer of our heart. He's a restorer of our soul. And I say all of that in part to say, there's a verse of scripture here in Psalm 34. It says, I will bless the Lord. Ha. I will bless the Lord. Not I ain't. Not I can't. 
Not I used to. Not I'm not going to. But I will bless the Lord. I will. I'm not going to, for time's sake, I'm not going to, I wouldn't say bore you, but like, just go say that for a while. I will. I'm not, I'm not, I won't. See, again, because I'm saying that Satan will try to derail you, but I will bless the Lord. I will bless him at all times, not part time, not sometimes, not most of the time, but all times. When I feel like it, when I don't, when I feel close to him, when I don't, when things are going good, when they're not going good. When I'm on the mountain, when I'm down in the low, I will bless him at all times. I will bless the Lord. I will. The devil's trying to talk me out of it. How? How's the Holy Ghost going to work with me? He works with my mouth. When I say what he says, it changes the way I feel. I say what he says. I will bless the Lord at all times. Everybody in this place needs to hear that. Bible graduates as well. Bible school graduates. I will bless the Lord. I will at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Not just two months after I graduated Bible school. Not just when I'm flying high. But year after year. And I tell you what, sometimes, sometimes I've on occasion, sometimes I'd be standing up there playing the piano. And I'd just be privately just sort of chuckling and just blast inside thinking, my God, like 30 something years have gone by. You know, of first starting to walk with the Lord and then seeing Pastor Mark's kids, seeing my own children, seeing other people's kids, right? You see, like, wow. Man, God. It was like, hey, I'm still here. I'm still here. I hadn't quit. I hadn't left. And again, it has nothing to do with oh, what you deserve. What I deserve. That's It has to do with His mercy and grace. And it wasn't until I got out of Bible school many years later that I didn't understand the fully of why Brother Hagen so many times at Bible school would have us say regularly at different times. Everybody say, The Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. The Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. The Lord is good. And His mercy endures forever. See, it's real easy to say that if you're walking in the light. What if you fall? What if you misstep? What if you backslide? What if you make a mistake? You're going to feel so holy and righteous? No. Then that's when you learn, what am I counting on? A feeling? Or am I counting on the Word? Am I counting on the work of Christ? And then by faith, start saying what he says about me. I will, I will, I will bless the Lord at all times. I will, I will, I will bless him at all times. Amen. Father, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor. Father, we thank you. There's a praise in our heart. Thank you, Father, that it's you who gave us our start. 
We thank you, Father. It's you who will take us through. Father, it's you who will see us all the way. Father God, our eyes are on you. Oh, the author of truth. Not a lie. Not to follow that which dissatisfies, but that which brings contentment. That which brings fulfillment and filling and overflowing with your spirit. Father, our mouths are filled with your praise. Our spirits are filled with your praise. Lord, our hands up to you and you alone are our praise. Father, it's you. You alone to whom we trust. are upon you, Father. Our eyes are upon you and you alone. Father, thank you for filling. Thank you for filling us with your spirit tonight. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you for leading us. We worship you and we trust you, Father. We God. Amen. That's good. The Lord is good. Praise God. Say it out loud with me. Just close your eyes with me and say it out loud. Say, Father, I believe in your plan. Your plan is good for my life. Your plan for me is good. I believe it. I will not be deterred. I will not be deceived. I will not be led by fear, but I will follow you all my days. I will do your will. I believe that you provide. I believe that you are my guide. I believe you will continue to show me the way. I will follow you each and every day. I'm a believer in what you have said. What you've said is good. It is right. I follow you. I commit to you with all my heart tonight. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for every thirsty soul filled, 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 and refreshed, filled and refreshed again, again, and again tonight filled with your grace and power, anointed by your Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen.